We, the people, who are dedicated to protecting the common good, do hereby charge you with trespassing, theft, violence, assault, illegal possession of firearms, and a really crappy attitude. You are therefore sentenced to life imprisonment in the DL Correctional Facility on the moon. You! You crap too much! Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where I've never been wrong about anything before in my entire life. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Hiroyuki Imaishi's Dead Leaves. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? In this episode, again, courtesy of First Leaf, we yes. have Le Doulier Esquesse. Esquesse. A Pinot Noir. So we're we're cha- we're upping our game here. We're I know we have some variety, which is not always something you would expect from this cab-heavy podcast. But yeah. we're feeling it today. Did we have something different than a cab last time? Yeah, well, we had <laughs> we had margaritas. Yeah, I guess it, we had to take a, a little break after the debacle. <sighs> Whatever we had, I had a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were uh, you were sauced up. No yeah. gummies involved. You were feeling it. Yeah, I I sounded a little uh, slurred. <laughs> It's okay. But. You probably sounded like the freak show people that we encountered. You were <laughs> you were deformed by alcohol, if right, anything. Right. What's the uh, those cards looking like? You have your your deck yeah. of information here. I've got some info on this. It's uh, as far as its rating, it has a th- body of three, acidity of one, sweetness of two, and tannin of one. Ooh, hmm. nice. I still haven't really figured out what this rating system is uh, trying to tell me. Yeah, that those cards don't have like a definitive ending of the rank. Is it out of five? Excuse me, pardon me. Ah, well. <laughs> I guess we'll never know because uh, someone is back again to intrude on the podcast uh, and I guess reap the benefits of just always being around. It's Mr. Little Wayne himself. Yep. Welcome back to the pod. Uh, welcome back to Florida, I guess, since we, we should mention that we're back at Viper Stadium uh, about to see Petrick's last game on Earth, which I guess it's our last day on Earth, too, but we want to have a, you know... A tailgating party to celebrate it at the very least. Yeah, we had so much fun on our last excursion that, you know, now we're we're thinking of yeah, actually leaving the planet. Yeah, we're choosing to leave this time. We're not being kidnapped and held against our will for false accusations of I guess racial bigotry. Uh but you know, I'm I'm Openly racist against aliens, so maybe that's gonna get me some uh, get me in some trouble once we get into hyperspace. Yeah. Excuse me, pardon me. All right, yeah, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care about aliens. He does barely cares about wine. <laughs> Give him the poor dad. There we go. All right. You got the jeans on. No white tee. No uh, no jersey today. It's a, a Sunday, and we got a Patriots Monday game coming. So. Yep. You should have your Vipers football jersey on the very least. I know it's, you know, wintertime, but we're in fucking Florida. Why are you wearing a sweater, dog? <laughs> Chill out. We're having fun. It's the last day. Trump's here. Muskie's here. Flipper's well, in his you know, tank. We just got off the plane, so. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Trump Trump it, was able was to fly. It was chilly, yeah. Umbutu was actually on the charter that uh, caught us over here. to keep the aircon on high. So. <laughs> yeah, he's worried that all that uh, that shit on his face is going to maybe seep <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, but, Dad, now that we have a, a pretty great wine pour, a pretty great start, and are ready to take off, where would you like to take us onto this movie? Well, this is a uh, rather crazy movie, Dead Leaves. Mm. And it's a 24 Japanese animated science fiction produced by Manga Entertainment and Production IG. Mm-hmm. And directed by Hiroyuki 
Imaishi. Imaishi. I think so. Uh, it's noted for its fast-paced and energetic visual style. <laughs> you don't say. This yeah. thing was a crisp, like, 55 minutes. Yeah. And it blew your fucking brains out right at the end. Well, not yeah. really, but, like, it was just it was a as shocker As far show. as time, I give that one, like, 100 ratings. So that's, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's as good as it's going to get. Yeah. And uh, as far as a live action, no. Um, it'd be interesting to see if they could uh, put this in live action. I, I think it's... Well, no, it's not impossible. Yeah, I think that could be replicable. Of course, I I mean, the story was just ridiculous, but that goes without saying. Yeah, what is... It's, it's two, what, spies, technically, who lost their memory and are trapped on Earth, but are sent to this destroyed moon prison colony? That's sort of like the basis of the plot. Yeah, and the only fun facts I found is that... Um, what's his name? I, I, Imaishi? Ayamishi. Ayamishi. Oh, okay. <laughs> he is a, uh, he basically, uh, let's see, John Woo, Robert Rodriguez, and Steven Summers are inspirations for his work. Oh, okay. I don't know who, well, I guess I do. I don't I know, know who John Steven Wu Summers and, is. Yeah, I don't know who Steven Summers is either. But, you know, we all have to have our uh, our idols as we take on the, the big projects, especially the ones that involve getting shit sucked out of your ass and uh, drill penises. <laughs> <laughs> to name a few things. But uh, what was the, the ratings on this? Did you have anything? Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes, the critics, there was no rating. But there was one review from this Tim Brayton mm. of Alternate Ending. And he just said, daunting, overwhelming, and essential. Oh, okay. That's pretty positive. He gave it a four out of five, I guess. How did you feel about this? I actually kind of liked it for just the fact that it was so weird and short. I was, you know, at least engaged. Maybe more so than, oh, Violence Voyager was like a head trip in itself, but I like this one more than some of the movies we watch for sure. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. I mean, I think this one needs to be watched under, you know, some kind of <laughs> influence, drug-induced coma of, you know. Yeah, you need the, the haze of whatever sort of substance that you're yeah. going to partake in to... I, uh, I think it would definitely add something. I mean, if you were watching this and you were sort of high, you would probably really get into it. Which would explain it, because I was high when I saw it. So, I mean, <laughs> the logic is all there. All right. Uh, but I guess, you know, now that we've gotten a, a pretty good impression of what the critics might think, let's just, just jump over to Letterboxd Worst Reviews and see what the people are giving this, because I got a couple low stars. Uh, so the first one up is One Star by Delch TF on April 11, 2022. I feel like the director is very annoying to be around in real life. This does give, like, fidgety kid in class type of thing. You know, it's somebody who just, like, won't shut the fuck up when your teacher is trying to teach you the ABCs. That feels like this is what the director became type of guy. Hmm. Maybe. This is this screams ADHD, if anything. Yeah. Definitely frenetic or... Yeah. Very, uh, Energetic, frenetic. Yeah. They're all there. The yeah. synonyms. The, 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 the source is close by. We'll have to jump in there. <laughs> uh, I might gonna, have just made that word up. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're Dr. Seussing <laughs> on this episode. We're just making fucking words up. Jago Numberus, or whatever the fuck Kevin Hart says in that commercial. Uh, we got another one star by L on May 15, 2021. You ever have a sleepover as a kid where you guys stayed up too late and everything became slap, happy, hilarious, and cool? Imagine puddling that delirium and then dousing it in bath salts, pop rocks, monster, and four loco. And this was part of a longer comment, but that was like the only part that I really wanted to talk about. I think that combo alone is what we should be giving to soldiers if we get into, like, a World War Three situation. Because I don't think anyone's going to go into, 
you know, the end of the world willingly, but we could hop them up. Just like in Vietnam, where we were giving people crazy drugs. <laughs> Basalts, Pop Rocks, Monster, and Four Loco would win us any war, I think. Pop Rocks, damn. That's actually what they gave Captain America. Uh, the, that's the secret serum that made him buff. Is that the combination of that shit? Really? Yeah, it was. Uh, it's a you know, not well kept secret from Marvel that uh, Chris Evans what loves bath salts. What was the deal salts. with bath salts? It was just like a bunch of um, I remember homeless that. fucking Florida people were like smoking it and like killing people or ripping their face off and stuff like that. It was, it it had its moment. It was like the bird flu type of thing. Everyone had its moment of freaking out. It's like they're putting bath salts and shit. We're fucking selling it to our kids. <laughs> Did you ever understand the position of, like, uh, media where they talk about fucking drugs being put into candy or kids being sold fucking drugs by, you know, whomever? And it's always made the points, like, why would these drug dealers give away their best product for shits and giggles? Yeah. You know? Yeah, because I remember there was a time when acid, they, would, they, they were selling acid that had a picture of Mickey Mouse on it. Oh. And there was different things. And, of course, there was this big thing, like... Oh yeah, kids are gonna find this and you know take it just yeah. because that Mickey. You know, like of course the first thing they would do is put it in their mouth. It didn't even make sense, but yeah, I don't think there's too many things that are you know based on just seeing a cartoon on them. I would put them in my mouth. <laughs> Maybe if it was like Shinji Akari fucking you know cereal or something like that. But I don't really, I don't know if I would be able to do it. I'm not the kid they're really trying to sell it to anymore. I suppose. Uh, all right, we got another two stars by DD on August 21st, 2022. This is like if you let a computer with ADHD and a degree in Seth Roganology make a movie. <laughs> and I don't know about you, we've kind of already talked about this off the pod, but I'm off the Seth Rogen train for the foreseeable future after uh, we experienced a bomb in the sense that we saw the Fablemans the other day, and that man is washed. Spielberg is washed, starched, put back in the closet to never be worn again. <laughs> that man is done making movies because Seth Rogen cucks the main character's dad for like half the film. Spoiler alert, I suppose. But well, I hardly think it's you know the end of Seth Rogen. But I mean, I don't know. I think we've kind of like we're we're moving to a post Seth Rogen world. I think. I just don't know what Spielberg has left to offer us, but yeah. I don't, I don't see him pivoting to making like a comedy or something like that. Like he's he's just used up all of his juice. I mean, even like a PTA or a Tarantino, I would. What's be... the le- last best picture that he's made? Um, Bridge of Spies was probably one of his more well received movies that have come out. Um, what was that one? Was that the Tom Hanks? Yeah, that was Tom Hanks getting some dude out of Russia. Yeah. That was essentially the the Britney Griner situation, but like back in the day with with <laughs> some other shit. Did you see that they finally got her out? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Everyone lost their goddamn mind though that they left somebody else behind. Some well, other they left fucking... a marine. Yeah, well, wasn't he like? What was his situation though? I thought there was something weird about that guy where he was like willingly there and then detained for having like a bunch of money or something like that which doesn't necessarily mean that you should be detained but there was some weird aspect to his story I, yeah, where he was I'm, also getting fucking high i'm not sure but oh i forgot he made fucking ready player one listen to these last uh uh grouping of movies from him since lincoln which is probably like the most critically acclaimed one lincoln bridge of spies the bfg the post ready player one west side story and the fablemans spielberg is washed washed 
You said you liked Rider Player One, which I didn't agree with. I thought that was yeah, I thought it was okay. Uh, I don't agree. This That's is a pretty hot take from you, though. But I I'm, mean, you're. I've had some hotter takes. How I've, old is he? Um, that man is seventy-five years old. That man's boomer as fuck. I don't give a. F- I don't care what he has to say anymore. <laughs> yeah. West Side Story was bad. Fucking Fableman's bad. He's done. I'm. I'm. I'm leaving it at that. I wonder what was the budget for that. The Fableman's. Ah, uh, that's a good question. It was. Uh, forty million dollars. Wow! And it currently has like seven point four, according to Wikipedia. So I hope it doesn't make a dime more than that because it's not worth it. Uh, <laughs> It'll probably break even, but yeah, just on the sheer force of the advertising and the critical dick sucking that's been going on for Steven uh, since his release, which is just insane. He gets that enough from Tony Kushner himself. He doesn't need the critics to also blow him. <laughs> All right, we have uh, another two stars by. Uh, it's actually just the Easter Island head. <laughs> I don't even know what to call that. <laughs> On August 20th, 2022, animators busting their balls to make this penis anal sex fart script look visually interesting. It was truly a penis anal sex script with a lot of farts. And I think they pulled it off. They pulled off the, the animation just enough to make something like that interesting. The fact that the cum drill... Or, excuse me, the penis drill guy was able to come <laughs> proves that this group of animators had some real cojones. <laughs> they were willing to push the medium to the very edge of the earth, it seemed. Uh, and then finally, two and a half stars by The Dreamer on February 26, 2021. This is how boomers imagine anime to be. And I think that's pretty succinct yeah. uh, in the sense that... Yeah, that's fair. That's exactly what they would think. This is super stereotypical in the sense that you're getting all the the tropey, high-speed, fucked-up shit that you're going to get with anime. And I think this would probably melt most boomers' brains. If you show this to Mitch McConnell, he'd probably like do a backflip and die. But, you know, that, that's just speculative. Yeah, surprise Republicans haven't attacked anime. They're too busy with TikTok. I think the TikTok thing is much more of a problem for them because everyone can. I sort mean, of they went. They went. You know, uh, they tried to take down the. Uh, well, they didn't try to take down, but you know, the whole lyrics thing with uh, <laughs> back in the eighties. Was it the eighties? Um, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, we're borderline back in a satanic panic back in, like in our culture. Yeah, again. Tipper Gore, she was had the whole thing. You know, <laughs> trying to. I think that's when they put the the parental warnings on the albums because oh, of the lyrics yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, we're heading back into this weird place of, like, censorship and self-censorship, but also, like, the fear and the guilt and shit like that. Like, all of that has been reintegrated. Everyone is shook, which I think is stupid because, you know, I think most people can say stupid things and not have to worry about it, but as long as you're not being, like, explicitly racist, (laughs) which it seems like all these people who get canceled sort of are. But, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But, Dad, now that we've illuminated the Internet's thoughts, where would you like to shine your spotlight? Well, the first thing I want to bring up is the fact that they, you know, the two uh, main, you know, I guess, protagonists in the movie, Mm. you know, they basically wake up, have amnesia and are naked. And the first thing they think about is going on a total crime spree. Like, Mm. if you have no memory, it's like, and that's, you just lost your whole moral compass and you just decide that, you know, the best thing to do is just start stealing, shooting and killing people and... If you were to be, like, rebirthed in that way where you don't have any memory of your previous self, would that, in a way, make your moral compass more direct? Because you get back to some, like, I don't know, internalized feeling? Or are you just sort of like a blank slate? Like, there's a lot of examples of people, you know, going into amnesia. Well, that's uh, what I'm wondering is, like, 
is it a situation where you're born and then you're, this stuff is taught to you? And so, you know, if you have no memory of anything, you're like, I don't know who that, why I'm here, who I am, what I'm doing here. Do they have any sense of that they're humans? And then, you know, if you've got nothing, you're just like, yeah, you resort to total violence and mayhem. It's not the you know the worst way to spend your time, I suppose. If you're trying to refigure out your your identity, if you get yourself arrested, they're probably going to figure it out pretty fast. Who the fuck you are? So in terms of like going on a crime spree, I think there could be worse things. But I also have a, a crime spree thing that I'll get into in a little bit. Of course, they had no like they were just amazed that they're like, damn, I, I I know some moves, man. Like I don't know what the hell I was, man, but I'm I'm freaking kicking yeah. ass right was now. Was I a fucking mob boss? Yeah. Was I a spy? <laughs> I'm a freaking ninja. Yeah, well, that's sort of essentially the Jason Bourne plot. This is ostensibly yeah. Jason Bourne, where he just <laughs> fucking figures out that he's a secret agent. <laughs> Which is, like, super scary to imagine that you're actually like, a sleeper cell. Do you remember how they would always say that, you know, Russia has essentially hypnotized people, or they're just here undercover, uh, and if you say, like, a code word, it activates their sleeper cell hypnosis, and they just go into kill mode? Do you have any credence behind that? Do you think there's a single, like, actual sleeper cell in the United States? Well, you know, in today's world, I, 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 I'm going to almost believe anything. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you should, I mean, you definitely should. And the way that I just sort of regurgitate random shit from the internet that is often a lie, just but I say it with a straight face, you should believe everything I say. Yeah, anytime I bring something up, you seem to be able to just go, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's a, you know, and you're like, what? Oh, uh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm an enabler is the problem. I'm sort of, <laughs> it doesn't really matter if the information is good or bad. I just want to get it out and, you know, play around with it. Uh, but what else you got? Uh, forced defecation. Yeah. This was giving me real Aki and Sheepock vibes with the, uh, yes. the monetized poop. Yeah. I mean, that's, it makes more sense because you know in how prison, uh, they'll go on like eating strikes or they'll, you know, do certain things to get better treatment in the jails. If you're just sucking the poop out of them, they have no power. The prisoners lose their power once they lose the poop. Because hypothetically, you could it throw it. It appeared that it was sort of pleasant to, you know, just be connected to the poop pipe. Well, I mean, he was getting his ass sucked, which is like really the, the thing that was doing it. I think once you're getting your 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 colon cleaned out in that way, that's a that's an enjoyable thing for anybody, I suppose. Of course, there's the one dude that, you know, basically was shitting too much and was basically uh, killed for it. Yeah. I mean, that would be the unfortunate thing if we did have this fascistic rule where they're sucking the poops out of us, but you shit too much kill him yeah they check your dietary records it looks like you had a chimichanga for three <laughs> days in a row we're putting you in jail <laughs> we have to you clog the system yeah i mean that's that's a You've better been clogging toilets. <laughs> i'd rather people go to fucking jail for clogging the toilet than smoking weed and going to jail that makes a lot more sense to me you're causing trouble in that way your sentence is death. Yeah, death and ass sucking for the rest of your life. <laughs> no, no, don't make him suck my ass. It could be worse. We've talked. I'm not going to ask you if you got your ass sucked before. We can. <laughs> I, I know you haven't, but it's dope. <laughs> and clones. Mm. Um, it doesn't seem. It, mean, it seemed like clones were a big. You know that everyone was talking about clones at one time, and you don't really hear about it too much anymore. I think we're going to get back around to the clone thing because if anything, did they say they cloned a human being? 
like China did or something? That's a good question. I, I will... was looking up cloning, and they, they have a whole list of all these animals. Remember, like, Dolly the sheep was the first animal they ever clo- cloned. Yeah, I do remember that. And she died, like, six years after she um, was created. And they tried to blame it on the cloning, like her that her basically her life form uh, lifespan was short. Mm. But then they came back and said, "No, that's bullshit. She just died of some respiratory thing." It says that China jails gene-edited baby scientists for three years, and he got in jail in 2019. So that man might be out, you know, editing babies again, which is you know get get back to God's work, which is really what we're looking for. Yeah, but that's different than the cloning I think, thing. Yeah, I think that's like. The, the gene splicing thing or the whatever. CRISPR baby scandal. Yes, I yes. mean that's I mean that's CRISPR essentially what... is the yeah changing your DNA. Yeah, I don't know. I can't find a cloning uh, is basically just taking a cell and then somehow creating a duplicate of mm-hmm. that person. Well, okay, let's get into the clone thing because all the the clones that you ever see in these movies who are mass produced are used as the workforce or they're used for like parts if it's the island. What is the purpose of the cloning thing if you aren't going to use them as slaves, right? Are we just going to make, like, our loved ones type of thing and just have them fucking... Well, they were also talking about cloning, like, the parts, like your body. Yeah, like in the island. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, so you could create, you know, another, a a second heart. So if your heart, like, shit the bed, you could have, you know, a heart. I guess that was Remains of the Day, too. Remember the movie Boys of Brazil? Boys of Brazil, no. That was about them trying to clone Hitler. They, actually, they had cloned Hitler. The oh, boy, wow. Yeah, the, the kids were clones of Hitler. That's, uh, that seems like something, that seems like something Ye would be down for. He's <laughs> <laughs> going to jail for making Hitler. Who's for cloning uh, Hitler? Of all the people to clone. I know. I mean, well, I guess it makes sense that you'd go for, like, the big guy. It's like, all right, we're cloning Darth Vader. Like, we're just going to get the big guy yeah. back. Because I think a lot of the Nazis, uh, some of the Nazis got found in Brazil and stuff like that. They oh, yeah. Argentina, the, yeah, all the South exactly. American um, pipeline to the Nazi home was, like, wide open, dude. But, yeah, I think if the, we're going to go to the cloning thing and we're going to maybe them make them cyborgs or something with AI, we almost have to control them. It has to be, like, time of eve, cyborg, fucking AI combination, like... Otherwise, I don't understand the purpose of using them just for body parts, because that's really mean. Unless, I mean, if they're never woken up out of their test tubes type of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, obviously they, they, you know, there's religious implications in all of cloning and (laughs) they're against it. Do evangelicals hate clones? (laughs) Are we ready to ask those questions of Clarence Thomas? Of course, they're, you know, I'm surprised somebody doesn't want to try to clone Jesus or something like that. Well, we don't have any fucking, (laughs) we have nothing of Jesus. Well, they, they said they got his, you know, his foreskin. No, but it's probably dried the pubis, up. And, yeah. yeah, the pupus. Well, we we can clone fucking um, woolly mammoths from their hair found in like you know permafrost. So yeah. if Jesus's foreskin is at our fingertips, <laughs> dog, throw it in. Let's make that man. See if he's still got God's power. I'm sure that they would. Why say, didn't his foreskin also you know rise? Maybe into there's heaven? like a like a vial of his blood or something like vial that. Vial of you his, know? you know, somebody you know the spear of destiny got them and then they somebody said hey i know cloning is going to be freaking a big thing two thousand years yeah from the now. roman soldiers are like rubbing elbows it's like i should keep this man this seems well, like the something angel, that yeah, the angels came want. back and they said like hey 
Somebody collect some blood because uh, we're going to use it down the road. What are they, like sports card collectors? Like, this is going to be worth something. You guys uh, should fucking keep this. I mean, yeah, I'm sure the, uh, the, the Christ economy was popping off after that man, you know, maybe rose back into heaven. It's hard to say. But I think, yeah, I think that would probably sell for a pretty shekel, if anything. <laughs> of course, God can just, you know raise him from the dead so that there was no need for that yeah technically it wasn't as uh lucrative or uh cool as it seemed <laughs> yeah since we all knew everyone was gonna die everyone was kind of aware of that that's why you don't find any blood they were like ah we got the blood ah he's wasn't alive. there a speculation that he could tech it could have been like a brother like a body swap type of thing that was like a, a theory of what happened is like somebody <laughs> like jesus's twin brother was one of the theories oh, did you ever hear that comedian song no about Jesus's brother, he goes, "Yeah, not a lot of people know, but Craig Christ." <laughs> oh, I think put on Craig Christ right now for the pod, dude, because uh, I think I remember liking that song. I thought it was funny. Yeah, Craig Christ. I mean, I'm sure he's a, a good hang, dude. Do you think Craig Christ would like hit on Mary Magdalene if they broke up? I mean, do you think he hit on her after Jesus was gone? It's like, hey. I'm sorry that, you know, my brother's gone. But. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, <laughs> Craig Christ making a move. Yeah, turn the shit up. As I want to do. And I came across a passage about a guy in the Bible I had never heard of before. And I was intrigued by this. In all my years and years of Bible study, I had never come across this gentleman. And he seemed to me relatively unknown to the public at large. Um, and I thought, this is a guy I could write a song about. Because not only is he kind of unknown, but he was kind of <laughs> relatable in a way. He really was. He was like an everyman. He was the kind of guy you would hang out with in, in everyday life. So I wanted to write a song about Jesus him. Jesus' drug-using brother. He's related to someone else in the Bible. So you Every family's got one. I mean, I'm, I'm the Craig Christ of the family, let's be honest. <laughs> Dude, I much prefer that to, than any of the other things about the other guy. Craig seems like somebody I would crack a Coors Light with, even though Coors Light is dog piss. Barabbas and Sodome. <laughs> Jesus' friends are called apostles. Those dudes are totally gay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus performs miracles from Galilee to Rome. 
but it would be a miracle if he brought a fucking lady home. <laughs> Because while Jesus is praying, fucking Craig is laying Every lady in the testament, you know what I'm saying I'm gonna die for your sin, like my famous kin But if you got a little sister, then there's room at this end I'm fucking Craig! Damn! Yeah, I'm fucking Craig! <laughs> fucking Craig! <laughs> Craig Christ! There we go. That was, uh... That was good. I'm, um... Does Craig Craigstonadity? I don't think there's really any way to turn that into a religion. I'm fucking Craig! I'm fucking Craig! <laughs> Craig Christ! Hey, I mean, I'm here for it, dude. Like I said, that was that was a good callback for sure. Was there uh, any other spotlights that you had? Yeah, killing in the name of God. <laughs> killing in the name of Craig. <laughs> I'd do anything for that motherfucker. Triple sevens, you know, basically quoting the Bible and you know and saying, "Hey, uh, you know." I'll see you in uh, in heaven. It's like he's killing all these people, and he's like, or say hi to God for me. He, <laughs> he has a line like that in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a pretty cool line. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. Do you think God is... Ca if, if Okay, if God is real in the way that we Christians think it is, do you think he would dap you up if you asked him to? If you were, like, getting into heaven and you wanted to dap up Jesus, do you think he would give you a handshake? A perfect handshake? In the sense that, like, he knows exactly what you're going to do? Yeah, he might... Uh I think he'd still give you a handshake, but... He's, yeah. He's, he wouldn't do the cool thing, like the snaps, and like he fucking moves his body in a cool way. Whatever you were going to try to present to him, yeah. he knows how to do it. He, he can, you know, perform any move. Do you think you could kick God in the balls? If, like... No. You don't think it would be possible? No. Even if, like, you know, you caught him by surprise? Like, no. if he was talking to a different angel, you, you go up behind no, him and kick him in the nuts? His God. nuts would, like, go up his back and, like, miss or something yeah. like that? No, he'd just, like, produce, like, a... A shield. A shield or something, you know, like an anvil in front of you, and then you'd kick it, and he'd laugh at you. <laughs> you think you can kick me in the balls. I think that's my life mission, is to kick God in the balls. If I have a chance to meet that motherfucker, uh, I, I don't know about, like, the heaven or hell thing. I think that's fake, but, like, I think God might be real, and I'm going to kick him in the dick one day. Just for the hell of it. I'll yeah. let him do it to me, but it'll probably I've already more. told you, you're not going to be able to do it. <laughs> I'm not getting into heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, and Did you have one last one? Just the fact that there were no tentacles, but we did have the dick grill, drill. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. The dick drill uh, really put really put penises on the on the and watch. How dude. is that some kind of mutation, or was it that a prosthetic that they attached to him? And it would have to be, dude. There's no way that was like what's... a flesh drill or anything <laughs> like that. That would be too gross. Yeah. Well, what's the the purpose of that experiment? He seemed to enjoy it, though. He was like happening with his drill. Well, you're probably, you know, forced into labor or something like that. You're probably, like, in some sort of mine, you know, digging out diamonds and shit like that with your... <laughs> I mean, they had pickaxes in that one scene. They were digging and shit like that. Like, they were old-school prisoners. So I guess the drill is... What I didn't understand is how they were in these straight jackets, and while they were, you know, in their cells, yeah. they were totally... Their arms were all... But then if they put them out on the, you know, to work, you know, they had their arms free and they were able to use them. But as soon as they didn't make any sense. Yeah, and Retro was able to get his dick out uh, from his straitjacket, too. Enough to also take down Pandy's pants and, like, yeah. cream pyre, of all yeah, things. exactly. Yeah, there was a lot of questions, but, you know, you just yeah. had to roll with the it punches. It was just unexplained. It was 55 minutes. You had to go with it. There's no, there, there's no time. <laughs> uh, so the, the things that I had were the amnesia plot first, which 
I guess it's just happened to a bunch of people, uh, like celebrities wise. But you know, there's a lot of historical, like the Jason Bourne thing came from a real guy who experienced, you know, amnesia and woke yeah. up a different thing. Apparently, Agatha Christie, you know her. Yeah. She had like uh, an 11 day period where she was like ended up 200 or 300 miles away from her house with no memory of how she got there or anything like that, and she. You know, claims that she has no fucking idea. But I think the amnesia thing is such a good uh, excuse if you just want to go off and like leave your family for a couple weeks. Be like, oh my god, I just had fucking you know onset amnesia. I, something crazy happened. I bumped my head. Yeah. And then I ended up you know balls deep in a stripper in Tucson. You know. Yeah, you can <laughs> use the amnesia thing or the. Um... <laughs> I'm getting cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the, you know excuse. insanity. You know, that's another freaking ploy that you can use and you know, when you get your shit in trouble. Yeah. I didn't commit a, a school yeah, shooting, I, I, I just, just had amnesia. Yeah, I, I was freaking yeah, I couldn't remember who I was and I was crazy and uh, woke up a crazy person. I wonder I how many killed five people, but it's not my fault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I even wrote on the wall that I'm doing this lucidly. I'm sober right now. I think I would be really interested to know how many people have used like the amnesia thing, because you can say like I blacked out. You know, I got too drunk and I forgot and I don't remember sleeping with that person, blah, blah, blah. But to say that I got amnesia is such a specific lie that I would love to know how that panned out for somebody who actually used it. And if it's viable as an excuse. Have you ever known anybody that claimed to have amnesia? Um, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I was going to say a really bad joke, but I, I really, I bit my tongue on that one. Uh, but yeah, definitely don't know anybody. And if anybody, it'll be me. I'll try it out first. I want to know if it at least works before... You know, if I ever get a girlfriend again, I'll just straight up lie to her that I forgot who she was just to see if it'll play. Yeah, just, just even if you just got hit in the head for something and you're like, hey, it's my opportunity. Man. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you bump your head on like Slam a shell. Like, hey, you okay? Who the fuck are you? Yeah. It's what? like, get, stranger, get out of my house. Yeah. Where am I? <laughs> Honey, we, we have a, a family together. It's like, I don't know you, bitch. Get out. <laughs> She's going to kick her out. <laughs> Yeah, that the amnesia thing has ended more families than like cheating scandals, if anything. Yeah, that's how you want to get rid of your wife. Like, <laughs> I don't know you. I don't fucking know you. It's like, what do you mean? We've known each other since we were kids. I don't know. I just took a hit to the head. I could tell you everything about your body. It's like you've, you're a stalker. <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh, okay, the next because there's the classic amnesia plot, like in uh, Overboard. Remember that movie with uh, Goldie Hawn? No, she loses her memory, and then uh, Kurt Russell takes her in and <laughs> I'm your actual husband. Yeah, and he tells her that, you know, he's, you know, she's married to him and he had, she has kids and stuff and she's like, "Oh, I, I how come I can't remember this?" you know, but she, yeah. you know, and of course the, the the movie goes on and she becomes, you know, she falls in love with the kids and everything like that. And Yeah. And then she her memory comes back, but then she ends up <laughs> She going, realizes this is not my fucking yeah. husband. Cuz oh her husband Oh, her she falls overboard. She's on this like expensive yacht and she falls overboard mm -hmm. and then her husband just like <laughs> Whoops! Sorry, what? you know. And then they they're all partying, and then finally he comes back to get her, and then she it all comes back to her. But then she realizes. yeah, they pull her in from a life raft or whatever the fuck she's <laughs> hanging on to. No, she wasn't hanging on. She wasn't on a life raft. She was living with Kurt Russell and oh, the kids. In I their thought house. you said she fell off the boat. She thought, did. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I mean, initially she fell off a boat. That's why I was overboard. Okay, she was on a yacht with her husband. They were rich. Oh. It's always the rich people getting themselves into those, some fucked up situations. And of course, you know, he's putting clothes on her, and <laughs> she's like. They didn't fit her, and she's like, "Well, why did my clothes?" And she's like, "Oh, well, you were fat, you know, or something like that." <laughs> you love baggy clothes. You were really into being comfy. I was fat. Oh yeah, but you lost the weight. 
Yeah, I mean, the Memento, 51st Dates, it's, uh, it's a tried and true plot point if you really want to use it. There's a lot of ways you can go about it. Uh, the next thing that I had up for a spotlight was Interplanetary Penal Colony. And this was sort of similar to the Cancelled Island thing where, like, we're sending these people here to essentially be recuperated or just held there for an indefinite amount of time. But I was reading something how back in, I think it was 2019, 20 something like that, uh, where Elon Musk was talking about how if people wanted to get to Mars, he was saying he would send a million people to Mars by 2050, which I think is not going to fucking happen for a number of reasons. Most of all that he's an idiot. But... Uh, <laughs> the fact that it was that he would give loans out to poor people if they wanted to go to the Mars, so they would have to work off the debt. So essentially, Mars is just going to become a, a debt, you know, prisoner uh, planet. And the future of this is what Elon is trying to do. He makes you buy Twitter Blue and also indebts you to the fucking, you know, the Mars terraforming. Actually, that might be the real reason why we want to go to Mars. We just want to set up a penal colony and just send, you know, all of our criminals up there and... Yeah. They can't, you know, they can escape and, like, where are you going to go, you know? How expensive would it be to start shipping our criminals <laughs> off to fucking Mars, dude? That's, like, yeah, a, tr well, that's a trillion dollar industry. Yeah, it takes a while to even get there, right? It's, like, months. It's, like, seven months. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably figure out. We got to go probably deep into space. Probably costs billions of dollars, too, just to send one mission to Mars. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, SpaceX would go belly up if they just got into, like, the prison system. I mean, the, the prisons would have to be shelling out. <laughs> I mean, we're essentially... The government is paying for SpaceX anyways. We just might as well... I mean, you know, obviously, we probably wouldn't want to ship them out to Mars. We'd probably want to just... Do the moon. the moon, yeah. Yeah, the moon seems like the best place for a uh, space prison, I feel like. You get to see Earth. You know what you're missing. You know, it's all right in front of you. That feels <laughs> especially cruel. And the fact that you got to go there with debt... <laughs> it's not even like you get a college degree. It's like, yeah, you took the flight over here. Now you're, uh, now you're kind of a slave, indentured or otherwise... But yeah, that's maybe the future we're heading towards, unfortunately. I mean, that's how they would probably commit the, uh, you know, in death row up there. Mm. They just kick you out of the pod. <laughs> they just put you in a fucking yeah. space. They just freaking, get out! And they shut the door and you just watch you. Is it more cruel to electrocute you in the chair or to push you out into the vacuum of space and die, I guess, almost instantly? I don't know. Is it instant? Um, you're probably suffocate, but you would just turn into like ice. Yeah. Like you're gonna get so yeah, fucking I guess cold you're so fast. Asphyxiated. I mean, that is a pretty cruel way. Yeah. Ah, well, they hang them. I mean, what's the difference between well, hanging? hanging is like instantaneous. Uh, not really. Especially well, the way that they do it. Not really. I mean, in terms of like how it plays out. I sometimes. mean, if you just like put a noose around somebody and then pull them up by it and they're hanging by yeah, their neck. Yeah, you lynch somebody. Hit. But if you have, like, the floor drop out and the freaking they drop and snap their neck, yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty instantaneous. Yeah, in a perfect in a perfect hanging situation, you're definitely getting that quick snap. But otherwise, it seems like there are instances where, like, they're dangling a little too long or it's not uh, correctly around their neck. That could be uh, maybe crueler than pushing them out into fucking space. But When do they start doing the guillotine? Um, was that the French Revolution? That was probably before that, obviously. I don't know, it was probably around that time. Was that the 15th century? Yeah, I don't know. Something around that time? Yeah. Supposedly it could, you know, grab the head and pick it up and it would still, like, the See eyes. See, out of it, yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but... It would make sense. I mean, I don't think... The brain is sort of independent of the body sometimes in terms of, like, the eyeballs are just connected to the brain. <laughs> So it seems like that's the last bastion of thought is probably coming through your eyeballs. Yeah, a couple seconds of uh, reality. Yeah. Can you be imagined that happened so fast? Like <laughs> they lift the head up and things like screaming. 
What happens? I mean, not what happens. What would you think if we just like go into that French Revolution type of space where we're guillotining, you know, the rich people of the world? I mean, like, how would you go about the rest of your life if in America we just, like, beheaded Jeff Bezos on well, fucking 4th Street? I've heard people say that, like, if we started taking, you know, doing public executions of beheading of people that were, you know, doing evil stuff yeah. with money and so If we forth, tar and feather Elon Musk, are they going to behave better? You know, it'd probably <laughs> quickly solve any ideas about, you know, ripping people off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wall Street's not going to get a bailout if they're also maybe going to lose their fucking head. So we should be threatening the the upper class with just, I guess, execution, if anything. Uh, and the last thing that I had for my spotlight was weird crime sprees. And I found this link. Uh, it was on listverse.com. But it compiled a, a couple instances of people just going on these fucking bizarre acts of, you know, crime. Uh, and I, I pulled a couple aside and I'll try to read them without getting like too, too long. Uh, but the first one that I had up was uh, the mannequin stealer. And this guy named Ronald Dotson, uh, his first run-in with the law happened in 1993 when he stole three mannequins from a store in Detroit. All three were clad in lingerie, and Dotson was arrested in the alley behind the store with them. Over the next 14 years, Dotson, who has statuephilia, was arrested <laughs> seven times for crimes involving and stealing mannequins. So, this is giving me big musky vibes, I'll be honest with you. I mean, do you think musky is ever, like, given a look to a... Uh, I don't even know, like an old navy fucking mannequin or something like that. <laughs> hey, Muskie, hey. what is it, asshole? Come here. <sighs> yeah, what's up? Are you uh? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, you know, keep bringing up your your dead mannequin wife. She's not a fucking mannequin, you know. She, she. <sighs> Why are we bringing up Beth? Well, we just had a question. Are you like? Have you, you ever looked at a, an old navy statue and got a boner? Is really what the question I want to ask. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I'm not talking about, like, the kid ones, uh, like, the fucking dogs and shit like that, but, uh, you know, I mean, they have some pretty, pretty thick fucking mannequins, I'll be honest, dude. I've seen some mannequins <laughs> with some titties before. Musky. <laughs> so, so you're not confirming or denying that you've been attracted to... It does not surprise me. I mean, didn't you, like... Do it with a tree or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, you gotta, you know, gotta make do when you're camping. Obviously, you're not fucking, you're not going back into your camper and just sitting outside. You're going out, you're feeling nature, you're sitting in your ten, you fucking trees. It's whatever. It's just sort of how it is. Yeah, that sounds about right, Muskie. Thanks for, uh, I guess, letting us know that you're still not reformed from. I, I suppose what is statuephilia, but it's maybe sex robotphilia. I don't really know if the cyberphilia. That seems maybe closer. Uh, but the other guys, uh, and there's a couple other people. There was an inflatable humper. Edward uh, Tober, uh, I can't even say, Tober Gitta or Gat from Hamilton, Ohio, was first arrested in 2002 for having sex with an inflatable pumpkin that was part of a, <laughs> was part of a Halloween display. Damn. Then in 2008, he was again convicted of public indecency for an unknown crime and received five years of community control, also known as house arrest. Uh, but things only got worse in August of 2011 when he stole an inflatable pool raft from one of his neighbors' home, went into an alley, and then proceeded to have relations with it. What the fuck? It's, uh, it seems like this keeps going on because in July 15, 2013, the temptation became too much and Tobergitta uh, again stole the same exact pink raft to have sex with it again. And he received 11 months in prison. So, is it illegal to fuck? I mean, I guess he stole a raft, but... 
is how many months of that is for fucking it and how many of it is for stealing it? Because <laughs> it's just inflated plastic. Are we... I don't think he would go to jail for stealing the raft, but <laughs> having sex with it, yeah. You need to put that guy down. What? I mean, really? It doesn't... I mean, it he seems... He apologized in court and said he was ready to turn his life around. <laughs> he did this multiple times over a, a decade. So I don't really know how reformed he really wants to get. But I wonder... Do they just... have some kind of, like, pink raft um, anonymous or something? <laughs> Yeah, the PRA. You go in there, you talk about your fucking feelings for inflatables. I mean, there's a whole... Hi, sub- my name is... Um, what's his name? Edwin. Yeah, I'm Edwin. And I have a, uh, an addiction to uh, pink rafts sexually. Edwin, is it, uh, is it true that you, um, uh, I guess, had sex with an inflatable pumpkin? <laughs> it's true. I was giving out candy. The, uh, the pumpkin... Had a fat ass. I didn't want to admit it, but <laughs> I mean, there's like a bunch of fucking people. There was uh, a serial pooper. This dude who <laughs> repeatedly pooped in the same people's cars or like smeared it on windows and shit like that in Akron, Ohio. It was <laughs> I, I can't remember how many times he did it with this one woman. But, oh, yeah, the same woman six separate times. He shit in her car. <laughs> I mean, fuck, dude. That's like a real vendetta if you keep going after the same, like, Kia Sorento. You just keep fucking dookieing in the front seat. It's like, you know what? This is home. This is where I want to be. Oh, they never caught him? I guess not, dude. He's a, he's on the run. His they cheeks did. are still dirty yeah, to this day. Yeah, well, they, they set up a camera, and they finally uh, snapped a picture of a man with his bare buttocks hanging over the hood of the car. Oh, my God. With the picture, Ak- Akron police were hoping they would have the suspect in custody soon. Why? Because they got a, a lineup of asses? Well, they got to give him at least 12 <laughs> months in prison if this other guy's getting a year for fucking a pool float. This dude is pooping in, like, you know, we Lexuses up on the street. a bunch of homeless guys, and we got them all freaking, you know, dropping their drawers, and uh, is that the ass you saw? That reminds me of, like, the, um, the other guys when the... <laughs> they go and find the car that got stolen and like a raccoon and homeless people had sex with it. What was the what is that they fucking say? It's a homeless Prius. Dirty Mike and the boys. Here we go. Left her under an overpass for the night. Did you find anything? Yeah. We found a lot of stuff. From bodily fluid and hair samples, we determined that a bunch of old homeless dudes had an orgy in the car. <laughs> God. Yeah. You know what that's called when they do that in there? It's called a soup kitchen. <laughs> Not long after that, a mama raccoon came along and gave birth on the floor. Oh. Placenta blew out all over the back window there. <laughs> Placenta yeah, the blew out all over the back along, window. Takes himself a nifty little dump in the driver's seat. I think he knew you guys were cops. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's our man right there, dude. That sounds like Dirty Mike and the Boys. <laughs> Uh, but the last guy that I had, I mean, there was this butt slasher that it was also worth mentioning that he would just like chronically stab people in the butts. Um, but there was a toe sucker in South Carolina, this Joey Leapart, that he would approach women in public places like fast food restaurants, gas stations, and Walmart, and then ask them to kiss their feet or suck their toes. If he had money, he would offer them to for the privilege, but if they said no, he would just move along. But one of the ways that he got it, uh, got a woman to fucking give him his feet was telling a woman in Georgia, in a Georgia Walmart, that he was the television, <laughs> he was with the television show America's Funniest Home Videos and would pay for the 18-year-old's feet, uh, to essentially to be put into his mouth. 
So can you imagine being like, yeah, I'm working with Bob Saget on America's Funniest Home Videos, and we're really hoping that maybe, I don't know, I could taste your pedicure. That might be <laughs> something that would be able to get on the show. But then I think he got arrested for sucking an 11-year-old's toe. So, I mean, obviously he was a pedophile. That sort of like goes hand in hand. But yeah, I mean, long you story also short. Have the manure masturbator. Oh, yeah, I forgot that I put that on there. <laughs> yeah, um, this man, David Truscott, who was in his mid 30s, began visiting a farm in Rudruth, Cornwall, in the United Kingdom. At first, he would just take the manure, uh, but however, because of his burning desire, he would begin to roll and then uh, to smear the cow poop all over himself and perform sexual acts. He was arrested uh, in 2005, 2009, and 2011. So, and then in what, 2013, he threatened to kill them? I don't know. This is <laughs> this is taking a dark turn. He kept going back to the same farm, and then they, they put up, they were removing the manure from the field, which infuriated him, so he threatened to kill them, and he set part of the farm on fire. Oh! The blaze killed one calf. He has... Oh, uh, he has autism. He's on the spectrum. That, you know, there's a lot of highly functioning autistic people. He shouldn't be absolved uh, for killing that calf. And also for, I guess, defiling himself for a period of, s s what, eight years plus, ten years, how many fucking <laughs> Looks years? Looks like he's getting out next year because he was... It was in 2013. He's got a 10-year sentence. So. I hope that man gets interviewed, dude. I hope they have some sort of, like, reformed interview for him on 60 Minutes. It's like, back in 2005, David Truscott would jerk off with manure. Now, after 10-plus years in prison, he's a reformed man. <laughs> what can he tell us about his, you know, his journey? He's like, I still love manure. I think about it all the time, but <laughs> I gotta move on with my life. I gotta reform. <laughs> Uh, well, just like maybe David uh, Truscott or whatever the fuck his name is, is going to learn his lesson when it comes to stealing, setting fire, and um, I guess just being a pervert. Was there any takeaway or any unintentional lesson you had for this one? <clears throat> not really. Uh, I guess the only thing I could say is maybe, like, it's probably not a good idea to clone yeah. humans to any degree. Yeah. Especially if they're going to be mutated. Yeah, we should definitely just stay to the robot thing. Did we even? Did you even understand the premise of the the dead leaves? I mean, that the was the name of the, of the prison. Yeah, the caterpillar and stretching your neck and. No, I didn't get that metaphor. Whatever they were trying to like get out with that particular plot point, because I know it connected them to their past, and that's supposed to answer some questions. But like the story itself didn't um, illuminate anything for me in that sense. <laughs> but. Uh, I think the only takeaway I had for this one is that good sex is inspiring. And this relates to when uh, Pandy and Retro first hook up and the entire prison is just like gobsmacked. The fact that they're, you know, boning so hard. And that's sort of what you really have to hope for uh, is that you're almost giving these people like a borderline religious experience by even being in the general vicinity of like you hooking up. Like if I had roommates still and I had sex so good that it made their day better. I'd feel bet. I'd feel pretty good about that, wouldn't you? Like I'm my my dick is is helping the world, and my partner. The other thing I probably might want to bring up is spontaneous pregnancy. Yeah, that probably would be a bad thing. Yeah, probably don't come in a girl for the first time <laughs> if you're having sex with her without even asking. Maybe that she's on the pill at the you know as the baseline. Uh, but remember yeah. that movie, um, Species. Species. I think that was it. Um, no, I don't think so. There's this, it's an alien, um, woman or a girl, and then she escapes from the lab. 
Mm. And then she just goes on, you know, she basically wants to mate with a, with a human because she, and literally she finally, you know, and she can sense whether somebody has like disease or whatever, if they're good, you know. Yeah. They got that good D. Yeah. (laughs) And there's like, you know, the one scene she finally finds somebody that she has sex with. And then literally she's like, after she, you know, she's just, you know, they're just finishing. The guy's just finishing. He's just like, you know, like unbelievable. And then she goes, oh, I, I, can you, can you feel it? And the guy, and the guy's like, "Oh, honey, come on, man! No, you're not pregnant." <laughs> and basically, she ends up like having this alien kid within like you know hours after she uh, had sex with the guy. I think. I wonder. I mean, if aliens ever did come to Earth and ever did you know hook up with somebody, if there is some sort of like failed human alien hybrid that was you know forgotten by time. If an alien back in the day fucked an Egyptian prince and they were able to have a baby that they maybe took off the earth, like, I'm, I'm wondering if there's some crossbreeding here. <laughs> Obviously, we have the whole debate as to whether, uh, you know, lizard people are around. Maybe there's just human fucking alien hybrids. Maybe, I mean, we're bringing some sexual deviants up with us into space, so maybe they might be spreading their seed uh, wherever we go in the cosmos. But, Dad, we've uh, reached the question section of this podcast as we get closer to kickoff. And uh, we're trying to put a few more points on the board for Patrick Erskine, who, as we said before, last game on Earth, last opportunity to show, uh, I guess, just the XFL what you're really made of. I don't really know what's going to happen to the Vipers. I feel like they have to get shipped out with us, right? Yeah. I mean, he needs some, you know, somebody that has a semblance of knowledge of football to play with him, unless we can somehow pick up some <laughs> yeah some roaming fucking mercenaries from across the galaxy yeah. who want to play some football teach it, him the game oh uh, well i guess we've worked out well we didn't work it out trump sort of worked out this whole deal that we have this rocket to use what is it it's a it's a space spacex loan from elon that's yeah. sort of what the deal is he felt like be- <laughs> why don't we just ask trump i think we kind of have to understand like what if we well I guess we'll do that right after Three Lives and a Truth since I've already intro the game. But <laughs> well, Trump is close by. He's chatting up some fucking, you know, some people at the tailgate. Uh, but Dad, first up on Three Lives and a Truth to try to get some points on the board for the Vipers. Uh, entry number one. While working at Gynex, director Imaishi claimed that Hidekiano, Hidekiano, often farted loudly around the studio and even sometimes in the animators' faces. Entry number two. When making the anime Kill a Kill, writer Kazuki Nakashimi felt he needed to create exaggerated and bombastic characters because he was nervous that director Imaishi would lose interest otherwise if they were not. Entry number three. Director Imaishi had an idea for Pandy to get pregnant shortly after because his wife gave birth to their first child during the production, which made him question what it would be like if a baby grew up quickly. And then finally... Director Imaishi has taken flack in recent years for the physics of his female character's breasts, which many fans consider to be exploitive and scientifically inaccurate. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? Uh, I don't think <laughs> Dekiano was farting in people's faces. No? no? You don't think Hideakiano is a gassy guy? Uh, I, I don't think so, no. Dad? You were correct. I really wish that was true. That'd be really funny if that was the case. If, uh, you know, Anna was just having a, a hefty lunch and then pooting around the office. But no, he was uh, very reserved. I don't know if they've ever smelt his farts, let alone his burps. Uh, but next one up, what do you think is a lie? What do you think is a truth? You know, however you want to go with this one. Uh, let me see. 
I'm going to say the third one, Pandy getting pregnant. Pandy getting pregnant? Yeah. Alrighty, Dad. You are correct again. We are uh, down to the last two. Director Imaishi uh, getting shit on for his, his flopping boobies. Or uh, the fact that his writer was under the impression that he would be uninterested if the characters weren't all over the place. Yeah, I, I think that one's the truth. The, uh, the characters. The characters the bombastic one? characters, yeah. Dad. You were correct! And that is three points going to Bet- <coughs> Patrick Erskine and the Tampa Bay Vipers. Excuse me, I uh, swallowed a bug there. <laughs> But Dad, we've uh, we're definitely about to jump into the game, and uh, as I guess we we all push back into the stadium to get ready for kickoff, we could probably ask Trump, you know, what exactly is going on with this whole Elon Musk rocket thing? Because I guess we have to be flying out of here as soon as the game is over. I mean, I could see it's in the fucking parking lot. It's sort of like foaming, and uh, you know, there's a lot of smoke, which yeah, is sort of making it hard. It looks pretty impressive. It looks. Fine. I think as long as we I'm get hoping up it space. is impressive because I'm not going to get any damn rocket that's just going to explode on takeoff. Yeah, if we end up like the Challenger and this podcast is over, we're sorry. This is not our fault. You can blame <laughs> fucking Elon, which you know you could probably blame him for a lot of different. We things. might be the first like true, you know, just normal citizens to you know, <laughs> but it's for a good cause. You know, we're trying to eliminate these this alien threat. Yeah. To the game of football. Yeah. To the integrity of the game. Yes. They're threatening it. These space Saudis are fucking, you know, they're taking our best players. Maybe not our best players since, you know, they took Cliff Jockage, but I've, I've heard them poking around. I know Brady's maybe looking to join the AFL the, or the Galactic Football Federation or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, pretty sure Baker Mayfield get get a deal since he seems to be sort of a free agent. Yeah. How are they paying us in like some kind of alien Bitcoin? Yeah, it's all they're all crypto bros, which is like really outside of there. I think these aliens are big into Ethereum. I'm pretty sure somebody I'm pretty sure Cliff said something about Dogecoin right before I got like sucked we up. We actually into space. now know who the creator of Bitcoin is. It came from the aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came from somebody from a different yeah. galaxy and they basically introduced it because this was their plan all along. To, to manipulate the markets, to yes. force us into this yeah. game. Yeah, this feels to give us a means of, you know, be able to exchange, you know, some kind of type of currency that's, you know, digital. Yeah. Yeah. Something that yeah, will transcend space. They don't space want and any time. of our paper bullshit. I no. mean, you know, it's that's They don't want our slave owner money. Yeah. They don't care about George Washington or fucking, you know, smell like just, shit Ben Franklin. They're like, what the hell is this? This this is worthless. It's yeah. just a piece of paper. Who's backing this? They probably live long enough where they've met those the guys. Reserve, like, come on! <laughs> Who's this fucking loser guy? Where's the Where's the Harriet Tubman money? I'm sure the aliens are looking for that. I wonder if Trump has any Bitcoin. Well, we can ask him. I, I wonder if he was involved in FTX. Trump, are you, uh, <laughs> were you? Uh, I guess impacted by the uh, the crypto scandal at all? Was that you know something that came across your desk? I know there's a lot of shit going on. I I know you were cutting deals with Elon and you know. Had Thanksgiving and everything like that. Well, boys, I have to say, SBF <laughs> kind of fucked me. <laughs> and not because, you know, I had a lot of coin. I had a little Bitcoin, a little Ethereum. But he lied to me. He said he wanted to be my friend. He invited me to the Bahamas. I came down, and he wasn't there. It was so sad. I had to take my yacht. It was a lonely day. Melania didn't want to come. So yeah, he's not my friend. He's sort of a loser. He hurt Tom Brady, which 
I'll be honest. He kind of deserved it. <laughs> Tom turned on me. He said, I don't want to be a friend. I don't want you had a malaka, which is so sad. I mean, Trump, you were sort of like a pariah. Let's be honest. You had a, a tough couple years. Uh, I don't think anyone who was doning the hat was maybe a, a, a media darling. But, you know, can you at least answer some questions about this Elon Musk thing? Like, how the fuck are we even going to space? Well, Elon Musk, <laughs> that little bitch, <laughs> let me back on Twitter, and he said, Mr. Trump, Mr. President, I need you to come back. I need your tweets. You are so good. You are so cool. But honestly, I didn't want to do it. So I said, you got to give me a rocket for me and my friends to go play in space. And then I'll come back and I'll start tweeting. It'll be so cool, so fun. Yeah, it seems like you're just focused on having, you know, a fun time. You've, you've, I guess, come full circle, Trump. You seem more at peace and you're just kind of looking to have a good time. You're not even trying to be a sort of fascistic warlord anymore. Was this part of your whole plan for Space Force? <laughs> it was always part of the plan to play football. <laughs> The first team was going to be on the moon, but they just wouldn't let me. Fucking Joe Biden had to ruin the fun. Hunter Biden cut the deal. He gave it to the Saudis and not the space Saudis, who I think are cooler. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know how much of your political agenda really had anything to do with this alien thing. It seems like from Canceled Island to now, you have no idea what the fuck is going on. But I'm glad... You know, you were at least able to cut a deal. I hope you're not in any way um, in cahoots with the aliens, because at one point you did have, you know, part of a a football team, the Generals, of the uh, defunct, what was it, XFL? It was the XFL. It was so sad. It might have been the USFL, but I can't really yes. remember. USFL. It was true. I was uh, an owner, and I was the best. And uh, quite frankly, a lot of uh, you know, a lot of people asked me to replace Goodell because he did such a bad job with Ray Rice. He let him beat the shit out of women, <laughs> which I would have never have done. I'm such a better guy, Trump. I, I, the fact that you've claimed to grab people by the pussy doesn't make me think you would have given Ray Rice the fucking you know the hammer when it comes to the treatment. I just don't believe that. You're fucking. You're full of shit, Drew. You gotta get your shit together. <laughs> You gotta realize I'm gonna be the triple X civil commissioner. I mean, that was just locker room talk, right? The the most locker room talk. <laughs> All the people want to talk to me in the locker room. <laughs> Anytime anything goes bad, they got Tom on the phone. They got Josh Allen. They got fucking you know Zach Wilson, who I also banged his mom. Whoa! whoa. I know me and Melania. <laughs> Sort of an open relationship at this point. No, okay. This is... <laughs> we're getting off the tracks. We're not even... We haven't even started the fucking game yet. We're... We gotta find our seat. Maybe we can get up to the booth like before. Hopefully there's no sort of alien intrusion yeah, like it was we're, the other we're day. We're going off on a tangent here. Let, let's focus on this space trip because, you know... Yeah, let's focus on ourselves and just, like, I guess getting up here uh, all in one piece because we still got this, this Petra game I'm to get I'm a little through. nervous about this space trip. I am too, considering that we have, uh, I guess, all of the crew here. Uh, Ubuntu is, I, I guess, somewhere. I haven't seen him since we uh, gave him the cooler to run off with. But Trump, Ubuntu, fucking Gus, Flipper, Rory. I mean, we got it all. All the boys are coming. We're all going to fly up into space. But first of all, we got to play some football. Because Petra Gerskine has something to prove. And uh, he's trying to put up some points on his, his faithful team. 
to leave a good impression on Earth. So, Dad, why don't we uh, send this over to our favorite co-host and get this game started? Sound good to you? Yep. Alrighty, Joe. Hit, Hit him with those horns! horns. <laughs> Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cook, and I'm by myself today coming to you live from Raymond James Stadium in sunshiny Tampa Bay. We're anticipating a great game between the Jacksonville Jailbirds and the Tampa Bay Vipers, where Patrick Vanilla Tainerskine is looking to make a big splash on his final day on the planet, and he'll have to do it against the worst team in the Triple XFL and their faulting defensive leader, Mac House. Got caught with a body, Brogdon. Back to you, Drew. All right. Well, it seems like you're going to get a, a, a shit opponent as your, your last go, which is kind of nice from the Triple uh, XFL schedule. I guess it makes sense for the... You know, the, the reigning champions, they get a, a cupcake game before they go off and lose their fucking starting quarterback. But, you know, we still got to put the jailbirds down. We got to give them that life sentence of uh, getting beat on the field. <laughs> so, Dad, first question, first half. What does Pandy eat after robbing the bank? Is it A, a banana, B, a hot dog, C, a lollipop, or D, ice cream? Hmm. I think it was a hot dog. Hot dog? Yeah. You uh, locking that one in? Yeah. All righty, Joe. What's going on? Drew, with Elon's loaned rocket getting warm a few miles outside of the stadium, I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick's attention is somewhere in the clouds. Let's see if he can refocus and capitalize against this cupcake defense. Patrick Eisen, play action. He pump fakes and he spills right. Now he throws a rope and it's caught. Bankman cramming my cell Celerac, bringing the ball down and taking the hit for a huge Vipers first down. Bakeman, making that fucking catch look easy. Nice. Let's go. So we're already up three. We have a chance to put, you know, ten on the board. We're gonna get a good lead if we get this one right. But it's a hard question. So let's see. Question number two. What was Retro's arrest number? Was it A thirty two sixty six, B ninety one eighty four, C forty six forty nine, or D sixty seventeen? I actually know this one because I wrote this number down. <laughs> I bet you fucking did. I had a funny feeling you would use this. It's 4649. Ooh, Dad, you just sort of know how I'm going to go about these things. But let's see if it plays out for Erskine. We don't know. He might fuck it up. Uh, so, Joe, what's going to happen? Uh, what's going to happen on this drive? Drew, we're in the second quarter and the Vipers are coming to the line and they're sunk the poop out package. Erskine takes a snap. Three-step drop and he pumps again. Now he's pointing. And that's where we'll go. And it's a dime. Carlson takes the shin. Trammel bringing the pass in with no separation. And for an amazing Vipers touchdown. Look at that. 10-0. Vipers nice. taking a lead against the fucking shit-stained jailbirds. Shit-stained? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're dirty or something like that. I don't know. They're, they're in jail for some reason. Uh, all right. So next one up. Question number three. And right before halftime. What color is the motorbike that Retro drives through the prison? Is it A, purple, B, red, C, orange, or D, green? Hmm. I hate these ones. Um, I'm going to say green. Green? Yeah. Alrighty, Joe. What's going to happen before halftime? Drew, it's the two minutes before halftime, and the Vipers are rearing to score in their prison wine connoisseur package. Erskine hikes it. It's a roll of the left. He sees his man. Now he's going to take it. Shot downfield. And it's caught. Meek Chester kissed the warden's wife, Wilcox. Bringing this over the safety for a major Vipers touchdown. Nice. Yeah. 17 to 0 heading into halftime. Erskine is uh, feeling himself. I mean, 
I, I think you actually lost. I'm pretty sure, yeah, you lost to, uh, who was it last time we fucking played? Well, against Troy. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. uh, it was Schmitty. Schmitty. Gold, uh, gold played in my dick and balls, Worcester <laughs> Saucington. Yeah. <laughs> now that I remember. Yeah, no, you lost that game and you definitely are not going to lose today. I mean, this seems pretty cut and dry unless you have a complete fucking meltdown. But, hey, we've reached halftime. And I think it's uh, time for Joe to go ask our favorite quarterbacks some questions because he's probably feeling on top of the earth. Top of the, the fucking world, you know, in a, in a couple minutes, too. Uh, but, Joe, why don't you go down to that locker room and figure some stuff out? Alrighty. Patrick, how were you uh, feeling as you were, uh, I guess, dominating on the field and about to uh, fly off into space? There's a lot going on today. Joe, I'm feeling phenomenal. I mean, I'm getting psyched. I'm getting ready. I mean, I'm... <laughs> We got to go out in space. I got to save the game. I mean, we're not going to let these aliens come down here and freaking poach all of our players. Of course, they took probably one of the worst players that possibly they could have. They have no idea, but that just makes it easier on me. Preach. To show <laughs> You're right. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. To make it easier for us to, you know, reclaim, you know, the game of football. I think you're uh, absolutely correct as I uh, rudely uh, interrupted you there, but I just, you know, I had to say it. Cliff is definitely uh, a weak pick for the AFL or the uh, Galactic Football Federation. I still can't remember what they called it. Uh, but, you know, you're probably heading into it as the, the premier option. Obviously, the aliens don't have very good scouts. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, what, Cliff played in a couple, you know, scrimmages or something? I mean, you He know. did win a couple uh, USFL games, which I think he actually had a better record than you in the USFL, which is sort of embarrassing. But, what? you know. It, I, mean, I don't remember that. It was a weird summer. We were on Canceled Island. You know, hey, shit got well, crazy. You know, I wasn't bringing my, you know, it was sort of my off season, so <laughs> whatever. Yeah, your, uh, your post-championship blowout, which, you know, lasted for a lot longer than just the postseason. Yeah, it's but. sort of hard to play football when, you know, you're being celebrated as the greatest USFL or XFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a large weight on your shoulders, Patrick, and you, you carry it uh, every day. You uh, have the Cyphesian task of being the best quarterback on a, uh, a shit team in a shit league. Even though you guys, you know, win, I guess, relatively often. Um, <laughs> do you believe that you're able to take any of your teammates? I'm pretty sure Juicy Thighs Ricardo and uh, Eugene uh, Beef Whistle Simmons will most likely be able to uh, take a, a rocket after the fact and be able to join you. Yes, we definitely need, you know, as many players as we can to come along with us. Anybody that wants to volunteer uh, from any team and you want to come, we're going to take you. Yeah, I understand. All you have to do is uh, to uh, tweet at Elon Musk and he'll uh, inevitably read your reply because he's always on Twitter and he'll send a rocket over in no time. Yeah. Uh, but Drew, we're going to have a space convoy. <laughs> we're going to have a space free agency and we're going to have to uh, figure that out as well. But Drew, let's uh, let's kick it back over to you to get this game started again, uh, because it looks like Patrick is ready to go. Yeah, it seems like Patrick is right high and it, it, it might just be uh, an even higher score at the end of this one. Uh, so, Dad, why don't we do the second half question number four? What does the green mutant chew on after seeing the prisoners or escaping? Is it a a cigar? B, a screw, C, a cigarette, or D, a nail? Uh, um, I'm going to have to say cigar. I mean, that's what you usually would chew on. Cigar? Yeah. All righty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, we're in the second half, and the Vipers are lining up, and they're clogged the pipes package. 
Or Stanheisen. He fakes the handoff and he drops back. He's looking. Now he's going to fire. But it's picked off. Mossford sells things to protect my ass. Mosby coming down with the ball for the Jacksonville Jailbirds. And the offense is running back on the field with a great field position. Wow. It looks like the the Jailbirds are probably going to score on that one, unfortunately. It's no. uh, it's it's going to be 7 to fucking 17. <laughs> and uh, you, were, you were close. It was a cigarette. It wasn't a full cigar. You know, he... he to eat, he ate the cigarette technically, but yeah, it might have been a little bit too. Yeah, that's gross. Too big as the cigar. Yeah. Uh, all right. Question number five: Which mutant tells Retro they're going the wrong way after being hit off the tracks? Is it A, the Dick Drill guy, uh, B, the Bull Man, C, the Deformed Doctor, or uh, or yeah, D, the Green Skulled Sergeant? Uh, I'm gonna say Deformed Doctor. Deformed Doctor? Yeah. Alrighty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, it's looking like a prison break on the Vipers' offensive line, and Erskine is the recipient of a season high in sacks. Who would have thunk that Vipers would be laying an egg on the field? Yeah, yeah the second half has not gone over well. It's uh, still 17-7. to We're about to hit the, the fourth quarter, but it looks like it's just out of reach. But let's try to finish strong, since, you know, you <laughs> technically you were able to pull this one off. Uh, so question number six, as the giant bug explodes at the end, what does it briefly transform into? Is it A, a butterfly, B, a bird, C, a bat, or D, a dragon? I'm pretty sure it was uh, A, a butterfly. A, a butterfly. Joe, how's this game going to end? Drew, it's an old school two-minute drill in Tampa Bay, and the Vipers are lining up in their pregnant panda formation. Erskine Eisen, he's got some blockers. He's scanning the field. Now he's going to step up, and Vanilla throws, and it's a beauty! Pee-wee death pack with the Lunch Lady Sellers, bringing this one in and stride for an awesome Vipers touchdown. Or, first down. Yeah, it's just going to be a first down, actually. Uh, he, he, he wasn't able to cross the plane. He reached out, and he uh, just got out of the one, and we're going to run the clock out there. Sorry about the confusion. I uh, suck at my job. Yeah, Joe, that was sort of embarrassing. But it uh, seems like you were able to get the first down and run the clock out since, you know, we didn't get any of those other things correct. Uh, but, hey, I mean, 17-7 to 7 is better than fucking losing, which <laughs> was was pretty much the only thing you didn't want to yeah, do Yeah, I was just game. trying to get, you know, over the game because, you know, we've got more important things right now. We're getting ready to, uh, it's pre-flight. It's definitely pre-flight. Uh, Patrick, do you have any, uh, I guess, pre-flight rituals? Do you have any plans right before we jump onto that big rocket ship? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to pack my bags. That's fair. That's fair. And, uh, you know, got my jersey. Uh, I don't know if I... Do, do, we, do we have pads? We probably should definitely have pads. Yeah. Do we have enough... I, I don't know what uh, the size of these aliens are going to be like, but uh, um, I need to be fully protected. I can only imagine they're gargantuan, so you should probably bring an industrial strength cup, uh, <laughs> just in case they really go for the family jewels. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, that works both ways. Yeah. Do you uh, do you guys think we have any time to fucking? Are do aliens actually? Are they affected by getting kicked to the balls or anything like that? Depends on where the balls are. I mean, I remember in uh, Men in Black how one of the aliens had uh, testicles on their chin. So yeah, you could kick them down there and it didn't. Yeah. Do nothing. Yeah. Or you know they could live in a universe where getting kicked in the balls feels good. I mean, we don't know what these aliens are all about. We haven't got there yet. We haven't even got. You know, into the fucking stratosphere yet, which we're gonna get there pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, we have to figure out their weak points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have to figure out if they're as susceptible to strippers as Patrick is, and if <laughs> you know some space pussy can fucking you know confuse them, uh, at least to make a bad player too. Uh, but Dad, as we I guess orient ourselves for space travel, get our shit. Uh, 
ready. Maybe send a few texts to the strippers that we're going to miss. But let's try to play uh, one more game before we uh, hop in this rocket and fly away. So, uh, would you rather? So, first one up on would you rather and the only one. Would you rather work in a penis drill coal mine or live in a GTA more immortality city but have to commit atrocities each time you respond and give a birth to a butt baby every 10th respond? So... The penis work drill, you know, you could pretty much easily figure out what that is. You're like a coal miner, but your dick is a drill. And you're using it to dig up, you know, fossil fuels, precious gems, whatever it may be. Or you got the unlimited lives thing and you're going to be responding this, you know, this specific fucking game city where you are going to have to kill people, crash cars, do whatever. But if you die 10 times, and every time you die 10 times, you're going to have to birth a baby out of your ass. (laughs) And that baby will also respond. You can't get rid of your babies. I guess it'd be more fun to be in a GTA. I mean, you're sort of like inside of a video game. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, who wants to just be in a coal mine? That's that's a hideous job. Yeah, you're going to get, I mean. Especially if you have to use your dick. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely going to get black balls, if anything. You know, blue <laughs> balls is one thing, but if you're drilling the, the coal black all day, you're going to get black balls. Yeah. No doubt in my mind. That, that's a that's probably a painful death, black balls. I'm sure I'm it sure it's claimed too just, many good men, unfortunately. Just all of a sudden one day your dick just falls off. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's you know. Gone. It's gone. I'm covered in down soot. the toilet. <laughs> like a goldfish, you flush your dick down the drain. You didn't know you were just like half awake, and you'd been, your dick fell, finally falls off, and then you just freaking flush, and then you look down, and you're like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm smooth. It's like the slow turning into a zombie, and like you're de- <laughs> you're de- decomposing, and you don't really know it yet. I mean, it's a it's a sad life, but that's just sort of how it would have to be, dude, to be a yeah. dick coal miner. I don't think you're going to get good benefits either. It doesn't seem like any politician is fighting for coal miners anymore. I mean, Republicans say they are, but, like, not really. So I don't think there's going to be a coalition of politicians who are like, we need to protect our penis drillers who are, you know, <laughs> deep in the mines all day of West Virginia. I, I mean, what is coal mining? I mean, do they, uh, do people, like, still die of black lung? I mean, that work in a coal mine? I'm I mean, sure do they actually, or they have like equipment that just does all that? Are now. they fucking anti-mask too? It's like we don't want to wear a mask down here. <laughs> it's it's making me hard to breathe. It's like, bro, you don't want to be breathing in the shit that's down there, anyways. Uh, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I guess in all this is technically possible if you know their penises are drills and shit. Uh, I I almost want to do the GTA thing too. I think the birth of the butt baby thing would suck, but I could probably stretch out my atrocities to such a length where like, I don't have to die that often. How long do you think you could get away with murder? I guess is essentially the question before they like catch you and kill you and you respond again. Well, in a GTA game, there's no such thing. Well, technically you can get away from the police. You just have to hide behind, you know, hide in an alley while the choppers and the tanks miss you. I've never played GTA, so I don't even know shit. We should, I mean, uh, once we get the, you know, once we connect this podcast to the metaverse, we're getting you in GTA. <laughs> <laughs> However that may work. Yeah. I don't know. I've actually, watched you kids play it, but I haven't, I've never, uh, I never played it. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty cool game. Um, Although it, I like the fact that you can play golf. Yeah. That's a fun uh, mini game they put in there. <laughs> I mean, I think the GTA game, they're supposed to come out with a new one probably like next year, if anything, maybe the year after that. But 
the new GTA has been on the hiatus for uh, a decade now since I've been in fucking college. Yeah. I so. heard somebody talking about the fact that, you know, in I don't know how many years, but it, it's fairly soon where the AIs in these games are really going to be sort of crazy. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be more like you just, it, you know, there's not going to be any set. I mean, I guess there's going to be some agenda for the AI, but, yeah. you know, literally you could be able to talk and the AI sort of just, you know, the, um, what do they call it? NPCs, non-playable characters. No, just the, the ability to... Uh, oh, like sentience within the game. Yeah, engine. well, I mean, in terms of, like, having a, a chat, you know, I mean, that you sort of can't, you know... Yeah, or, organic sort of conversation. Yeah, these things. exactly. They say that that's, like, the future where games are going, and it's not that far off. Well, have you uh, seen any of the rendering of, like, um, the Unreal Engine 5, the new Unreal Engine, and, like, what it's capable of? It's fucking crazy, dude. Like, there's been also a lot of hubbub around chat GPT. Have you heard about this? Have you heard of this at all? Mm, no. You're going to have to give a real good look at this once we're out of the uh, the podcast recording or once we're up in space we might have to use chat gpt to get to the fucking planet we're going to um but it's an ai that is open source you can use it it's you just go on the fucking internet you go to this website and you can type in anything like it's a google search like say i want you know a uh, a vegan mac and cheese recipe that uses ritz crackers as the topping but also i want it to be good for keto it'll give you the exact recipe that you need and you could ask it to write a high school level essay about the American Revolution, and that thing is going to churn out three thousand words in about fucking two seconds. Yeah, I saw something about that. I don't. I didn't realize that that was what what it was. But mm. like the guy gave an example. He said like write a, a story in a biblical fashion about um, it was something really weird, but it you know and it spit it out. And when you read it, you were like, damn, it's just like. It's sort of unbelievable that it's just able to, you know, really put together a coherent story based on just just abstract things that you give it. All right, I'm going to type in, write a story in a biblical style about a guy wanting to have anal sex. Let's see what it comes up with. In the land of ancient Israel, a man named, <laughs> a man named Isaac longed to experience the forbidden act of anal intercourse. <laughs> Despite the laws and commandments of his faith, Isaac could not shake his desire for this taboo pleasure. One day, Isaac approached his friend and confidant, Jacob, with a secret desire. Jacob, my friend, I must confess something to you. Isaac began, I have desire for something that is forbidden in our faith. I want to know the pleasure of anal intercourse. Jacob was shocked. This is writing so much. This is writing oh so God. fast. Jacob was shocked by Isaac's confession and warned him of the consequences of such a sinful act. Oh my God, dude. It had to stop. The content might violate content policy. It was getting too fucking uh, sexual that I the mean, AI it, shut off. AIs are starting to get crazy. I mean, I was listening to a podcast on Lex Friedman about the guy that had a um, an AI that was able to beat um, pro uh, poker players. Really? Yeah. I mean, it did it like out of one hundred and twenty thousand hands, it basically won like two million. You know, af- uh, against like six different players, something like that. Jesus. And uh, they figured out how to, you know. Can I read the rest of this? <laughs> I, just, I just read the rest of what this is. I'll just read the last couple of paragraphs. Jacob, um, 
but Isaac was not deterred. He made up his mind and was willing to risk everything for the sake of his own desire. I understand the risk, Jacob. I can't suppress my desires any longer. I must know this forbidden pleasure, even if it means I must face the consequences. This is essentially our Ghibli grown up. <laughs> Jacob, torn between his loyalty and his friends and his duty, reluctantly agreed and helps Isaac find a willing partner for the sinful act. Uh, after searching, they come across a woman named Leah, who is known for promiscuity and willingness to engage in the Forbidden Act. Leah agrees to Isaac's request, and the three of them meet in a secret uh, at night in a secluded area outside of the city. Isaac and Leah lay down together, and Isaac stands guard. <laughs> so they can engage in the forbidden act of anal intercourse. As they lay together, panting and sweating from their exertions, Isaac felt a deep sense of satisfaction and fulfillment, but his joy was short-lived as the next morning, word of their sinful act spread throughout the city. The elders of the community were outraged and called for Isaac's punishment. He was brought before the council and sentenced to be cast out from the city and exiled from the land. Isaac left the city in shame and lived the rest of his days as an outcast, shunned by his people and condemned for his lustful desire. But in his heart, he knew that he had followed his own desire, even at the cost of his own salvation. Wow. I'm shocked that that actually came out that way. I don't, I don't even know how these AIs can do this. That was, I mean, it was a short, short story, but it gave me exactly what I wanted. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob uh, definitely... Can these things uh, create song lyrics and They can like? write fucking code for you. They could write, like, computer code. Like, write me a code that can do this, this, and this. And it'll give you computer code to put into your thing. No shit. Yeah. You can use it for like website building. You can do it for song lyrics. I did like write something in the style of a Drake song about pooping your pants the other day. Like, okay. <laughs> write a song like Bob Dylan about pooping your pants. Oh my God. Let's see what it says. I was walking down the street feeling fine, out of care. But then I felt a sudden heat and I knew it had to be there. <laughs> I pooped my pants. Oh, what a shame. I couldn't hold it in. I pooped my pants in public view, and now I'm full again. <laughs> public view. Yeah. I mean, it's got a chorus. It's got a bridge. Like, this is intricate shit. What's um, the chorus? I uh, pooped my pants. I pooped my pants. Oh, what a shame. I couldn't hold it in. I pooped my pants. I don't know. The public... <laughs> it doesn't really rhyme that well. But yeah, I guess... I guess... Um, AI has just taken us to a different level. We don't need any jobs anymore that require copy editing. Songwriters are, you know, null and void if I get a Bob Dylan song. Who needs Bob Dylan anymore if I got jet, uh, chat GPT? But, you know. Yeah, you just wonder if people are going to start using this shit. I mean, you know what I mean? You could just keep doing iterations like, you know, like, ah, that sort of sucks. But just keep doing the same thing. See what it comes up with. Put it all together. And it would just, like, yeah, shit came right on my head. I saw some shit, though, that people were using this and, like, trying to um, ask them questions about, like, January 6th. And it kind of, like, took the right-wing approach. It's like, it's impossible for an insurrection to happen in the United States. <laughs> Donald Trump didn't do this. I'm like, all right, chat GPT. That's maybe a step two in the far in the wrong direction. But, um... I mean, fuck, dude. Here we are. Speaking of AI, I mean, we're, we're looking at this... this uh, this giant rocket. This probably thing is strapped to the gills with AI. If anything, we have to check it out. Yeah. I mean, are, are, is everybody ready to uh, enter <laughs> this this rocket that we're around? Yeah, let's fucking go. I mean, I've been waiting all goddamn day. Oh, Muskie, you're coming? Of course I'm fucking coming. We talked who about this. I mean, who else are you bringing? Well, I mean, you know, Trump is here. Fucking Flipper's here. Rory's here. Flipper? Yeah, I'm fucking here. Flipper's here. Of course Flipper's here. <laughs> What? what do you mean? I mean, this rocket has like a some kind of a a water uh, a pool or something. Don't worry, boys. Elon Musk gave me the big rocket. 
<laughs> the XXL Rocket Triple XFL, actually. This is the deluxe model, obviously. Oh, oh, wow. The the, the door is coming down. The, you know, the the big hatch. Oh shit! Is that? Oh my god! Is that like a robot? That looks like what? a person. What? Hello, I am Elon's cyber assistant. My name is Craig. I am here to welcome you on Elon's Musk's mothership. Welcome, Mr. Trump, David, Drew, Gus. You don't. Hey, robot guy. You don't have to say everybody's name. We get it. Are you like? Hey, I mean, robot guy, take my bags. Okay, thank you for giving me your bags. I like this guy. Yeah, well, this is essentially replacing Ubuntu in terms of, like, getting our shit together. Hey, Craig, can you, um, I guess just, like, make drinks while we're, uh, deep in space or anything like that? I can cook, I can clean, I can clean your colon if it had to come down to it. Oh, whoa, 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 okay, Craig, 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 Craig. Yeah, Craig, I mean... What exactly Let's are you? Stick to drinks and maybe cooking up some good food. I hope you like to cuddle, Craig, because I want to cuddle. <laughs> Trump, no. No, Trump. We Trump. can't be. And Musky. What? <laughs> Control yourself, man. Craig, you know, he's going to be freaking making food and stuff, and I don't need your freaking whatever it is that you might freaking soil on this guy. Or are, spell. Are you implying that I'm gonna try to fuck Craig? <laughs> this 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 male robot that we just met like fucking seconds ago. I, Actually, yeah. I am uh, not just a robot. I am human too. <laughs> I am part man, part robot. Oh. With neural link, I am able to see what it is like to be human. Wow. Wow. So um, that's kind of cool. So I guess you are sort of like so a this hybrid. Is this. I mean, I heard about the the Musk robot. What did you hear? He came out. He was like some kind of robot that he was presenting recently. If you're talking about uh, Elon's recent announcement about robots, that was about me. I am the smartest and most functioning robot out of Tesla. I am actually a Tesla brand cyborg. Oh, shit, man. I thought he was bullshit. No, Elon uh, is... Kind of a loser, but what? is my daddy. Holy crap. That's oh, what I'm talking nice. about, no Craig. You're talking about your dad. No, that's true. He's such a loser. You're so right, Craig. All right, we're kind of getting a little uh, off the tracks already, and we're we're kind of just not even up in space yet. I mean, should we just take our seats? Is there anything that you need to tell us before we go off? Actually, there is a message from Mr. Musk. Oh. oh shit, like a, a TV's coming down from the ceiling. What the fuck is this going to be about? Hello Drew, hello David. My name of course is Elon Musk. Welcome to the Musk Mothership, oh. the most expensive and awesome spacecraft in the galaxy. Please take care of it, Grimes, and I can see about travel that ship. <laughs> well, I'm just Naveen Goran. Oh, he's big. Um, but if one of my children happens to be stowed away on board, don't be afraid what? to send them back His with kid. one of the escape rockets. Out of a great trip, love alone. Uh, Craig, I mean, a, as a kid, I mean, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, I almost forgot to mention one thing. If you want to use your personal directional assistant, there's a computer port by the driver's seat for you to upload something. Okay, bye. A safe trip, Celine? boys. Love you so much from Long. Oh, that's we so nice up. that he said he loved us. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I can't say I love you too, Elon, but that's why you're nice of you. But I mean, Craig, what is this about? You know, being able to put in our directional system. Are you not sort of the home computer? No. I am just a personal assistant. If you would like to upload Celine 
please go to the USB port by the driver's seat. <laughs> it's a fucking driver's seat? What kind of ship is this? It really is like a Tesla in here. This is weird. It's got a little computer, and I guess I see the USB port. Here, let me, wait a minute. Let me plug something in and see if I can upload one of my AIs here. And Shall we play Let's get flying pussies. 
<laughs> Let's do it. What? Uh, all right, everybody, put their fucking seatbelt on. Gus Flipper, you know Rory. I don't actually know if somebody hold on to Rory. I don't think we have a little seatbelt for him. Oh, whoa, whoa, Flipper doesn't have a seatbelt, man. I mean, he's just freaking splashing around in the pool. Oh, come on, Flipper. Wait a minute. I think we, there is some harnesses back there. Yeah. Gus, you know, strap in Flipper, damn it. What no, your... no, Flipper can be fucking fine. His, his tank is, you know, shatterproof. Flipper, calm down. We're about to be in zero gravity. You won't even need any fucking water. You're going to be cool. Yeah, that's... Oh! <laughs> God damn it. How'd you even slap oh! me, you son of a bitch? <laughs> Alright, everybody, calm down. Just take your fucking seats. This is getting oh, out of hand. That's funny as shit. Alright, well, I, I can hear I can hear the countdown. It seems like uh, it seems like Craig already got this bitch started. So one left Oh jeez. It sounds like the uh, the entrance getting started. Hey, I'm getting nervous. Hang on, boys! I'm so scared, I might boot myself! <laughs> no, Trump! You're wearing your diaper, come on! <laughs> ah, we're Give in the fucking <laughs> I wanna go home, motherfucker! <laughs> I wanna go home to my job and my baby! Wait, where's Brock? <laughs> you left Brock behind! I got him, you son of a bitch! Oh, of course I fucking got thank him! Thank God! God fucking damn it. <laughs> oh, Flipper's having a good time. Brock, you stop crying! We're hitting the fucking, you know, we're hitting space! I packed my jersey last night pre-launch In the club 3 a.m. And they say I might Space, my friend. I'll miss the strip clubs, fake tits. I'll miss my team. But I gotta fly away to play a football game against an alien. Touchdowns bring me home again to find I'm not the quarterback they thought I was Oh no, no, no I'm a rocket arm Rocket arm Burning coverage deep with no gravity It's gonna be a long, long time Till touchdowns bring me home again to find I'm not the quarterback they thought I was Oh no, no, no I'm a rocket arm Rocket arm Throwing passes across the galaxy Dad, oh. we made it. We're this is awesome, man. Zero G's. We're, that. Oh my God, Earth is Earth is beautiful. <laughs> I, I can't believe we're. I can't believe we're off the Big Blue Rock. I mean, I've been really high before, but this is the highest I've ever been. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome, man. Holy shit, dude. I'm uh I'm I'm almost speechless. I think this experience is just take I understand why uh Bezos wanted to get up here so goddamn bad. It's pretty cool. Gus, you okay, man? I think I'm gonna be fucking sick. <laughs> Flip is doing yeah, flips over there. I heard I'm like Jero G, you might, you know, you might puke, but hey, don't, you know, use utilize the barf bag, please. Where the fuck? Hey, <laughs> Craig, I need the fucking barf bag right now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, musky. musky, you pussy. It smells even worse than fucking zero G. But dad, uh, I guess while Musky um, is dealing with this particularly low moment in, uh, in his life, while we're also uh, at the highest of our own, let's see if this movie gets on a Rushmore for us. And I only had one. I considered doing the um, the amnesia one, but you know, I just stuck it down to Prison Break since this is what this movie really sort of boiled down to. Uh, so the Prison Break Rushmore. Does Pandy and Retro escape from Lunar Prison beat out Steve McQueen's uh, attempted escape from a Nazi camp in The Great Escape? Andy escaping through the pipes in Shawshank Redemption, uh, the toys getting out of daycare in Toy Story 3, or Harrison Ford becoming a fugitive in The Fugitive. I don't think so. Uh, no, it's really hard to even consider this. I mean, we're talking about a little 52-minute clip here. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly had its uh, merits, and there was things to like. But I don't think it can beat out, you know, Harrison Ford, Toy Story, Shawshank Redemption, or fucking Steve McQueen. Yeah, that would be, a, you know, a travesty for us to even <laughs> attempt to put them on the Rushmore. Yeah, to I even mean, humor that. As, you know, people that watch these films and enjoy movies, um, we would be roundly criticized. I will say it was better than The Fablemans, which is like... what. what? Not a, such a huge take. I mean, I've already shit on that wow. movie. Wow. Way better than The Fable. No, your hot takes are really going overboard right now. I mean, come on. I don't Let's know. Let's give freaking Spielberg a little bit more respect no. than freaking actually no. saying that freaking Dead Leaves is better than Wrong. The Wrong. Fableman's was so bad. <laughs> I agree. Trump. Spielberg sucks. You don't even, you don't know anything about movies. The last movie I saw by that son of a bitch was Jaws, and it was so lame. It made no, me scared of sharks no, forever. No, you probably watched D'Souza's movie there, you know. D'Souza? Whom? 20 Mules. Oh, it was 2000. <laughs> Not just 20, it was 2000, oh, it was 2000 you son of a bitch. Whatever, you know, there was probably no There was mule. fraud, there was lies. <laughs> I can see now from fucking space that it was all a fraud. Yeah, well, we need to just concentrate on the task at hand, man. Let's not bring it up the big lie. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's true. We should be focusing on these space Saudis because they're <laughs> a nuisance to the galaxy. <laughs> it's galaxy, Trump, you fucking jackass. <laughs> all right, Dad, why don't we... Um, I don't think we need to really hear from uh, Muskie or anybody else, and uh, we can just kick it over oh, to... Oh, Muskie's freaking... <laughs> he's a little space sick yeah, at the moment. Yeah, He's freaking heaving in the corner over there. Yeah, he's not making any good impressions on, uh, I guess, Celine or any of the robots or anything like that. But, Dad, it is uh, my favorite part of the podcast, and it is uh, Last Call for Alcohol. Was there any last questions or anything you wanted to say before, I guess, we drift off into space? Uh, no, I'm just really enjoying uh, Zero G's right now. I'm just floating around. I, you know, my... My wine is actually coming out of its glass, and I'm just really just like sucking it out yeah, of the like air. You're like biting at it with it's... a straw. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I don't. This this part of the the, the trip is awesome. 
Yeah, this, uh, I could get used to this. I can put it like that. And maybe, you know, I'm sure we're going to have to make it a stop at the moon, and that should be just as fun. Uh, but, Dad, why don't we, I mean, yeah, I don't really that, that sounds like a good place to stop. Yeah. You know, stretch our, le- our, or maybe, you know, experience a little bit of gravity. Well, I know there's that Russian fucking... I'd like uh, to hit a golf ball up there, you know what I mean? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, maybe we can, you know, catch a couple balls in some uh, some clubs from the Russian space uh, space thing that's floating around. Because I know Flipper's probably got to connect on that, right, Flipper? What? Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. No. Playing demure that your Russian friends are out in space, but if Muskie wasn't blowing chunks back there, he would be, <laughs> you know, he would be calling you out, too. Uh, but uh, notes and errata... I guess the only thing we can sort of announce is that we're in fucking space now, and this is going to be uh, our next journey out into the, the wild, wild um, galaxy, I suppose. And uh, Let's do it, man. Yeah, why don't we fucking do the Jackson Maine through the window? Hey, what's your wine rating? Our first wine rating from space. <laughs> yes, um, this was good. I do like this one. It's like really smooth. It doesn't have, I mean, that's sort of the Pinot Noir yeah. uh, label. You're always going to get something like that, but this was pretty damn good. I mean, it says a sweetness of two. I, I'm, I have, there's a hint of sweetness. Yeah, there is sweetness, but I mean, is it a two or is it a the, I, I got to figure out this rating. Yeah, we need to know where it tops out. Who has the best rating? We need to sort of open up a spreadsheet and figure this shit out. <laughs> uh, but in terms of my Jackson Maine, I will do four out of five um, prison cream pies. That feels... <laughs> And I'm going to do four out of five penis drills. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Our, our fucking ratings were on point today. Wow. All righty, Dad. Uh, and I guess all of our friends on this spaceship. Uh, <laughs> just like always, we really have no idea what we're doing. And hopefully we're uh, able to figure it out because we need to get a couple thousand miles away up into uh, the deepest parts of space. But until then, we're just going to have to fucking figure it out. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, and don't drink and drive.